Hello and welcome. It's Sasha Sterling and you are here for today's episode of the Exploring All That Is Sacred podcast. And I'm really honored to have a special guest today, Queen Aline, Queen Aline Habib. And she is a really bright, bright light of a woman. And I've gotten to experience her in different capacities and circles. She's going to be sharing today a bit about her life journey, her spiritual path and walk as a single mom, a recovering addict, um, how she's been able to use plant medicine and living foods uh, to support her healing journey and how she um, has passed that information and knowledge forward to support others in their healing journey. So welcome, Aline. Thank you so much, Queen Sasha. I am so happy to be here with you today. <laughs> I'm so looking forward. So so um, if someone's meeting you for the first time, you know, tell like share like what what else about you that you feel is relevant today at this exact moment in time that you'd like to expand upon about you? Well, I am just so honored to have this opportunity to share and to um give people hope. You know, I think that's one of my my greatest missions here is to give people hope that no matter how dark and depressed and hopeless things might feel, um, you know, my journey has been one of just keeping that little spark alive inside of me and knowing that there is something bigger and just to follow that next step forward. Um, I have been, you know, really, really in a state of like being suicidal and wanting to end my life and and being here today in a position of like inspiring others and helping them with real tools, real like actual concrete things that they could put in place to help themselves on like a physical, emotional, um, spiritual level has been like so life changing. And it's been a real journey of like surrendering and like surrendering and letting go and shedding whatever I believed was the truth or whatever I was programmed to believe. Um, and it's just like such an incredible journey and it's connected me with the most beautiful souls. And because I was ready to feel and also to share, you know, I think that's really important too. And my journey has been like creating a community around my healing journey and being very vocal about addictions and um, removing, trying to remove the stigma around it, that it could happen to anybody, that, you know, depression can happen to anybody. And we together can can make it out much better than on our own. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much there. I too am, you know, on a mission to remove stigmas from the very normal breadth and depth of this human experience. <laughs> you know, we're all human and we have access to the full range. And so I really, really love your mission. I'm going to go back to something you said right at the beginning around spark, you know, keeping that spark, that inner spark alive. I'm coming out of a season where my spark completely went out and I've never, as an adult, I hadn't had that happen before. And if it wasn't for the amount of love and support systems I had to hold me, I don't know what would have happened to me. Like, I am so grateful to everyone, like to just the, everything that I was like held in that time um, until I was able to authentically re-spark, you know? And so I'm curious because I, I have a lot of personal experience with family members and, you know, just exposure that when the hope Go, when people lose hope and they run out of energy 
resources. I mean, hope is such a huge resource, right? But that, and they don't have anyone to turn to, like, that's that really dangerous zone that I see. What are your, what are you seeing with yourself, with your clients, just in the world right now around that, around the combination of like the spark and community? Pray to God, (laughs) pray to God. You know, I feel like we're never really alone, even when we are alone. I really feel like we have a higher power and he guides us to to people, you know. I know it might seem like someone is all alone, but also there's a lot of um, AA meetings, for example. Like that's where I started feeling my spark again, you know. That's where I started feeling whole again. Like I was in Montreal. I had left Belize. I had no friends. I was in rehab, single mom taking care of my daughter. And I was so lonely. Like I felt that loneliness deep in my soul. I was like, I am all alone. I left my beautiful life on the beach. Like I'm back in the winter time. Like I was miserable. And they really helped me to see that it's possible to to live a happy wholesome sober life and I really started making friends there again so to anybody watching you know if you are feeling lonely there's online meetings there's CA there's NA um, overeaters anonymous like there's a lot of free resources like that like that's where I started tapping into a community and also that lit up my spark because I was so shy to speak I literally could not even speak in front of a group my mentor my my um, sponsor was like always nudging me to say a word or a minute of talking and I was like nope nope (laughs) like I don't want to talk but then I was hearing their stories and I was like okay that was empowering to me Um, and it gave me strength and then I said well if that story and then I started getting inspired by you know somebody taking their five-year chip and their 10-year chip and 20-year chip. I was like, they haven't drank in 20 years. Like, how is that even possible? I didn't, you know, know that that could be possible. So that's how, you know, my YouTube channel started as well from myself being inspired by their testimonies and saying, well, I need to share other people's testimonies to inspire others as well. So that's where it started for me really in rehab, (laughs) seeing how good I felt and how I didn't need to use because I felt connected. Mm. So if somebody doesn't have any resources, there's definitely some free resources um, going within, going inner, you know, inside of ourselves and really becoming our own best friend. And I think from that place, then other people manifest around us as well that reflect that love that we have for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. The power of of be, being inspired, letting other people's testimony reignite or yes. expand that. That's, yeah, it's super powerful. I, I, I didn't know you when you were shy. <laughs> I've only <laughs> known the very bold Aline. I'm remembering a Facebook post of you sharing before and after photos of eating disorder, your eating disorder journey. And um, I don't know if you would call it before and after, but that's kind of how visually I interpret it. And the amount of engagement and commentary and sharing of this post, it, just stop me in my tracks. And, you know, so that's the version of you that I've always known. So it's, it's so, it's so inspiring to peel, right. Peel the curtain back. If someone's listening, like, wow, like I want to step into my leadership. I want to turn my, you know, my life experiences into my service work. So can you share a little bit more of the journey? Like what else on your path led from being, not wanting to even speak at a community meeting to, utilizing platforms like this, you know, YouTube and the internet to spread the message. 
It's so interesting you talk about that picture because I remember taking that picture and I was in my early 20s, that early one when I was in my anorexic and bulimic stage. I was very, very thin. And I said, I never done this before, but I hired a photographer and I said, I need to take pictures. I need to get pictures done of myself. Like I just, there's something that in me that knew that one day um, it was going to be used. Like I was going to use them someday because I knew I was somehow being trained or something was happening that was way bigger than me. Um, I didn't understand it for a long time. I was caught in these, you know, horrible, horrible cycles where I literally felt I was insane. Like I was like, how could I be doing this to myself? I can't get out of it. Like for 20 years, you know, since I was 15 and really just started moving out of it, like in a real way. I mean, it, there was cycles of doing better off on, you know, it's never like always consistent, but um, I always felt like, my journey is going to help other people, you know, in some way. So that's really what drove me to start sharing because I said, if I'm going through this, then there must be others that are going through it too. And, and they need support and they need to receive hope and, you know, showing up authentically and my messy self. I didn't even know how to edit videos on YouTube. I still don't know how I just, you know, do whatever with no, I just had to start, you know, somewhere because, I don't know. I just felt like I could have used that back in my days, just seeing somebody making it out and, and being happy and just giving it their all, you know, to, to, to save their life, um, that it's possible to, to, to get better. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Isn't that amazing that something in you knew that you needed to take to document this season of your life? Because yeah, that it actually makes sense. They were, it was a very striking photo. I had no idea it was a professional photographer. And I love that you said this, that you just knew that your journey is going to help other people. My journey is going to help other people. I too have always felt that way. And in my darkest moments or the most like risk, <laughs> risky moments, I just am like, when there's that knowing, like, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. And even though my mind is like, what the fuck is going on? Why are we doing this? <laughs> where are we? Like, no, this is part of the heroine's journey. It's just the hard part, you know? So um, <laughs> I love that you bring that in because it's, um, it's such a consistent theme of, of greatness of leaders who are really here to serve on a big level. So let's shift to that. Let's shift to your service work and your mission right now. Let's um, what's motivating you? Like what, you know, who are you serving and what is really motivating you right now to keep showing up? My amazing community. So I started an online support community called Kings and Queens of Raw, um, helping us to elevate ourselves to this, you know, feeling that we are knowing that we are royalty inside you know and I didn't always feel that way at all but um, I've had some really powerful plant medicine journeys that brought out the queen in me <laughs> like you're a queen and I figured well if I'm a queen then everybody's a queen and everybody's a king and we're all royal so me elevating myself like that has brought about this this group this community which even when I got the download I was like really like are they gonna think it's like I don't know I, I had a hard time even conceptualizing that because it wasn't like integrated yet into my into my reality 100% but now like everybody's calling themselves kings and queens and like eating better and doing better you know overcoming addictions overcoming um, drinking smoking all the things so for me 
my biggest mission is to like, you know, help restore families. You know, I've seen the damage that this addiction has done to my family, to my daughter, to my parents and those around me. You know, it's like people really worry about us when we're not well. And it's hard for us to really step into our mission when we're not well physically or when we're caught up in addictions. So the global vision for me is like this like really peaceful world. It's like really happy world where everybody's thriving and, you know, growing their own food and just like communicating openly. And there's like, you know, trauma that's being healed and all of that. So that's like my global vision. And it really starts on like an individual level. So I'm really here to help individuals, um, you know, tap into their divine selves and tap into their own um, fullest potential. And, you know, for me, that that path has been through the path of food, you know, and, and herbs and psychedelics <laughs> to really like unleash, unlock these, these parts of myself to, to be bigger and to step more into my, you know, my mission. So yeah, it's like helping every individual like recognize their power and their ability to just thrive and feel good so that they could be better, you know, community members for their own families. And then that spreads throughout the world. Hmm. You said something really powerful that you elevated yourself. Well, you elevated, I don't know if you said self-perception, that's what I wrote down. I'll listen back. But what I heard was you elevated your self-perception. And so that is, that is, I feel like there's so much wisdom inside of that. And, and I know that you've used different tools and, you know, raw living foods and psychedelics and community and um, leaning on proven, you know, recovery programs. I'm curious, like at what point or was it multiple points? Did you choose that? Like you chose to elevate yourself because I really do. I see it for myself as like choices, sometimes there's like these big choice moments and sometimes it's like these micro choice moments. Was there like a big one for you or has it been lots of, lots of them along the way? There was definitely a big one and a lot of small ones for sure. (laughs) Um, I would say the big one was the decision to, to leave Belize um, in 2016 and go to my first rehabilitation center. I was so scared. I remember that being like the, changing point in my life where I really like really decided um to like get help you know and to admit that this is what was going on and that was really scary I remember like I didn't want to get on the plane I was just so resistant um but at that point I had already you know lost um, my daughter basically like I wasn't taking care of her and um I was risking losing like my entire life sorry my I think it's well, I don't know. <laughs> Just leaning over. Um, so yeah, at that point, like deciding to go to that first rehab was really, really momentous. And then after that was a series of just like, you know, after my relapses or, or you know, needing some more support and help, like it was a little bit easier after making that big, big decision. But that was definitely a challenging one. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the relapsing because whether like you mentioned earlier, there's so many different addictions, right? Mm-hmm. Like addictions to, I mean, addiction to certain versions of ourselves, I think is one that yeah. everyone can relate to, of course, and addictions to substances, food, etc. But like, mm-hmm. um, I'll use something that's just more universal, like, um, like self-hatred, 
right? Like when self-hatred shows up, like, and that has so many different faces, right? So many different ways, but like someone who's been like really on a great role, they're feeling amazing. They've been doing good. And then all of a sudden this like huge inner critic comes in. So I see that even as like a mini relapse, right? Like it can create such emotional harm. And then the choice point to like, let that take, like take us out or Mm -hmm. right. How do we bounce back? How do we recommit? So what is your, how do you approach, relapse moments and then the recommitment process to your bigger, like to your vision of who you are and where you're going? Mm, Great questions. (laughs) It's, I think once we create that, that connection with our truest, highest self, um, we can kind of deviate off the path. You know, it's not going to be a straight line for sure. My recovery has not been a straight line. I know that's the case for a lot of people that do get sober, that do heal from eating disorders. It's like more like, <laughs> like we go back, we go up. Um, it's definitely a journey of like coming back to love, just reminding ourselves um, through different practices, you know, through breath work, meditation, yoga. I think it's important to start developing those practices so that we can return to them in times of crisis or um, in term in times of like when we default back to our old programming it's like oh no wait I could come back to my breath oh I have that I have you know breath of fire let me go back to some box breathing let me you know I try to anchor myself in with those practices as much as I can Um, I've developed like a muscle to reach out for help like to call a friend to connect to go for a walk um, make myself a juice. Like I try to distract myself, but also connect myself in those ways. So I feel like we need a toolbox and that toolbox kind of gets filled with more tools as we go along, you know, like I've even used like retail therapy to help me get through some hard moments, you know, and my therapist used to tell me like, okay, so what you went and went to the thrift store and bought a bunch of stuff like you didn't use. So I started like, you know, people might be like, oh no, that's not a, uh, healthy but I don't care for me anything but using is healthy <laughs> at this point I you know even use men sometimes <laughs> to like you know but it was like anything but that I made a commitment like anything but that just yeah. deal with it as you want like we, we all have some kind of coping mechanism so we are where we're at in our life mm-hmm. and it's okay like it's all good so for me it was like whatever it takes to just not use or not purge like go do that thing you know so just, you know, adding things to our toolbox, going in nature, traveling, um, drawing, art. Art is a really great outlet as well. Writing. I love to write. Um, you know, I developed a little social media addiction, <laughs> you know, like total transfer into Facebook addiction. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm working on that now. Like I'm more able to look at that and be like, why do I need that stimulation constantly? Can I, you know, go read a book or do other things so each each level brings on other challenges but um yeah I think like just calming the nervous system down is the most important thing so I have to learn like vagus nerve exercises breathing deep diaphragmic breathing has been really helpful so that I'm not in a state of anxiety or fight or flight all the time (laughs) yeah oh nervous system just seems to be such a theme for everyone that I'm talking to these days so (laughs) yeah Yeah. So, um, is there anything that you feel called to share that I haven't asked you or you haven't shared yet? Just tuning in. If there's any other message that you'd like to bring to us today. 
Yeah, that sometimes all we have to know is that there's another way, you know, sometimes that's all we need is a little opening and a little, just, just an openness to think like, I just don't want to live this way anymore. And we don't have to know what's coming next. We don't have to think of the next steps. Like I would have never thought this would be happening today. <laughs> you know, when I got sober, I would have never thought that you would invite me on this podcast. So we just never know all the doors that will open from being authentic, from being raw and real and also asking for help. You know, this all came from me asking for help, asking for support. Um, and then from that place of, I guess, humility to say like, hey, I need help has come all the blessings in my life. And also I'm, I'm teaching people to ask for help too and to share their journey and to, you know, recover as much as they feel comfortable, of course, but that, that their journey can help other people. And so they're being blessed by that as well. And just to like do it, even if we feel the fear is, is, is just, just do it and, and not be scared to stretch ourselves out of our comfort zones. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. Where can people connect with you, Aline? What is the best place to follow you on social media? I know you have a new website coming out. We'll put that link in the notes section. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. So my website um, is going to be queenaline.com. So Q-U-E-E-N-A-L-I-N-E.com. Also on Instagram is queenaline.raw. And on Facebook as well, Aline Habib. And if you want to send me an email, is rawveganqueenaline at gmail.com. Fantastic. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much.